Hi, I'm Laura Allen. And I'm Liv Austin. And between us, we are a songwriter, actor, singer, producer, and the hosts of My Amazing Mess, a podcast where we talk to creatives who are right in the middle of developing their own unique careers. They are totally honest with us about what it takes to pursue their dream job. The exciting highs, the disheartening lows, and and the the amazing mess that is everything in between. It's Friday, that means it's time for Messy Musings. We don't have all the answers, but we ask the questions anyway. Laura Allen. Liv Austin. (laughs) We're back in the studio with another Messy Musing. And today we're talking about always learning, which I think is a great one um, just for me personally to remind (laughs) myself that you can always learn new stuff. Yeah, and we were talking before about you know, training for different things, obviously, in creative jobs. It's like, oh, where did you train or, or how do I train to um, to get that job or to, to do that thing? And that's quite an interesting area, isn't it? How do you learn the thing that you want to do? If we're talking about acting, for instance, the, the main thing to do in most people's minds is to go to drama school, which as easy as that sounds it's Hmm. not always easy to get in it's a very very small number that get accepted each year and yes there are about 20 something 22 um, accredited drama schools that in London anyway if we're just talking about training in the UK anyway Um, sorry not even just in London you know there's there's the Royal Scottish Welsh um, so UK training there are 22 something accredited drama schools and I auditioned for maybe 10 of those for three years and i got into sort of the last audition I had because I finally something clicked for me personally and I know when I went to um, drama school in London one of the guys in the first year he had auditioned for one drama school one time and got in so Mm. it's so different for everybody and it's not always easy to work out how you are going to train and whether or not you feel like you want to train in that way Mm. so yeah talking about always learning I think a lot of my training I would also put down to being fortunate in my mind to have worked at a very very young age in theatre and then having been in amateur companies all as I you know grew up I was lucky enough to be in a very good amateur company so I felt I got a lot of training through the director who I've now worked with all the time so I think if we're just talking about training i always knew I wanted to go to drama school what about you Liv what did you find with training and also on the music side yeah because it was a bit of a tough one for me I've mentioned this before I think when you interviewed me at the end of uh, series one I think I said something about this because I always knew that I wanted to sing and act so I was like well I only have this one life so maybe I should combine them and I trained in musical theatre and then discovered that that's not what I was looking for because that's uh, you get both of those but in a very specific way and uh, I learned a lot from it but it wasn't exactly what I was trying to do so I then had to kind of in terms of the training I had to choose where am I going from here am I doing sort of a music degree or a songwriting thing or am I doing acting training and that's when I kind of had to um, to trust myself and go I think what I need the proper training in is this and I chose the acting because I really felt like that's where I needed some more help from from you know professionals to to train me but that made me have to sacrifice the music training and if I then wanted to do singing songwriting which I have gone on to do I had to trust that I was going to learn that in a different way learning on the job which I am you know and I'm seeing those different different sides of it yes I trained in 
acting. I didn't train in music. Do I feel like I'm much more qualified as an actor than a musician? No, not really, <laughs> you know. And so I've kind of had, I, I see myself as quite uh, privileged now to have had that insight into going, I see those as completely parallel professions. Actually, the music I'm doing more of. So if someone was asking me for advice, which maybe they're not, I don't know, but I would say that you have to kind of trust yourself to decide what you think that you need. And with acting as well, like there are tons of, we could sit here and list tons of famous actors who never trained, who maybe were lucky to start young. So they've learned on the job and they've obviously worked with amazing people. And I'm not going to insult people by bringing up sort of Leonardo DiCaprio who started acting when he was like five, because obviously, you know, you get a lot of training if your first job is with Robert De Niro, you know, but also talking about other actors who are not, famous big movie stars but who have had a fantastic career not training at drama school because they have just taken on little jobs and kind of built their career from there and learnt loads on the job so that is as legit as having done the you know correct route of doing drama school and stuff so I think it really depends who you are and how you feel it within yourself and what you think you need one thing I'm continuing to learn as well is that yes there are certain areas in life if you're working that you need specific training specific skill to do absolutely but also when I was training the amount of other skills I developed that have enabled me to make some sort of living doing a huge variety of things most of the time I'm doing jobs that I just blag my way through but I blag with skill so I'm not it's not that I'm just literally not doing the work I'm able to do the work to use my brain in a different way to think oh yeah if I'm just personable if I use the fact that I'm an actor and that I can be cheerful and happy and helpful I can learn by asking the right questions and then you know be able to yes work at an event or work in an office while I'm waiting for the next acting job so there are loads of other things other avenues that have helped me to realize that I'm always learning what else I can be using Um, and definitely with acting and producing especially because I'm still I would call myself a baby producer um learning on the job I've just had to have the faith to just know that I can do it and then learn as it's gone and yeah we've spoken about this before in in series one definitely about projects we've both worked on where things have gone horribly wrong but savable because we were able to negotiate and navigate around the the difficulties but then looking back on it I know what I would do next time so sometimes you do just have to have faith you can learn on the job make mistakes and learn how to rectify them and then know not to do that mistake again absolutely and I think What's important is if there's something you haven't trained in, you're kind of just finding your way in it, trying some jobs. It's uh, like has been mentioned in some interviews as well. I think Matt Gill said this uh, about his first proper sound engineering, you know, live music gig that he was just very honest about his level of experience, which was none, (laughs) you know, and just being like, this is where I'm at. But if you think that I can do this... Or even not having someone else tell you that they think you can do it. But if you believe that you can do it, but you're being honest about your level of experience, you're not pretending to be this big time, you know, whatever. But you can just trust what you have to bring to the table and then go like, look, if there's anything you can help me with here, I'd appreciate it. And then you're open to learn on the job while still trusting that you can do a good job with the level of experience you've got. Totally. And I think as well, I mean, when it comes for me to talking about working on screen, 
my uh, training, I mean, when we were at drama school, we didn't have a huge amount of, of screen training. We did in a classroom and that, that can't replicate what it's like no. to be on set, especially not big budget sets. Uh, it's just too huge to even comprehend what your part in that's going to be. So you have to learn on the job. And I know that when I was a runner on a film, all I did was ask questions. I was probably the most annoying runner. Uh, I still did the job. I still made lots of great cups of tea. But I would say, what, so what is that piece of equipment? Or like, so what are you doing now? What are you watching for? And can I help with that? Can I do, can I, can I put this art, bit of art department help down? So I learned about three different jobs. Mm. If I'd have wanted to go into production, I could have gone into loads of different roles just because I'm starting my my learning journey and it's the same I, I just feel like I've constantly been learning especially and if we're talking about now theatre where I'd come you know grown up with theatre I knew a lot already but doing the podcast as we've we talked about in in messy musings as well is that when I'm speaking to people in the interview here when we're doing that I learned so much about the industry I'm already in yeah. and the reason that we're doing the podcast is there's loads of reasons but one of them is to keep learning and keep meeting people and then learning from them so I think you kind of just never stop learning I don't think we'd want to stop learning really no exactly and I think both in the stuff that you maybe have some training in from when you were younger and the stuff that you don't I think that if you're really just hungry and alert and willing to ask questions like you were because I have that with you know I don't want to sound too blasé about not having a music training because there have been times where I've felt frustrated. I wish I knew more about the theory of this or I wish that I'd had some production experience in a safe environment where I wasn't making my album. You know? <laughs> and I wish I'd had a chance to play around. But when I didn't have that, but I was in a setting where I was actually making music, producing music, I would just ask questions or I would pick up on stuff that I would learn. Oh, so that means that that's the word for that. And literally just, you know, learn every single day, probably more than I even realised. You just kind of absorb it as you're working. If you're interested in something, you will absorb so much. So you kind of almost forget when you start a job how little you know, because you have to understand it so quickly that you're just picking up stuff every single day. And uh, yeah, I'm the same as you. I want to do this podcast mainly, I think, you know, we want to share it with other people. That's why we're (laughs) you know, publishing them, but I just want to learn for me. And I'm so curious about every single person that we've got in the room. And if I wasn't, then I wouldn't see the point, I don't think. A lot of other performers I know do a lot of teaching and genuinely from being a teacher for the last over 10 years, I would say for me, I learn huge amounts from teaching the one of the first piano students I had I'm always grateful for having these two my first two piano students were two adult men (laughs) unrelated they both came through my mum teaches uh, sculpture and pottery and they kind of came through that avenue and heard me playing the piano one day and were like can you teach me and I thought I can at least try so I have no formal teacher training at all I completely am open about that But what I now have behind me is, I think, worth more to me personally is the experience that I know. I've had people pass exams with huge success and I know that the people enjoy my lessons. So for me, that's all I need to to continue being a teacher. But my adult students, one of them, he worked for Google and uh, he used to, I think they had a gorgeous grand piano in their offices and he lived really far away, but would trek all the way to to me for a really long lesson every fortnight. But he'd come to me, number one, having practiced. So he, he became a better musician than I think I ever was. But also he just would ask me questions and I'd go, oh, okay, 
do I know the answer? And as long as I always knew the answer and I could work out the answer, and some of those things were really ingrained in me, you know, something to do with mu- a musical Ex- something explanation on the on the music and I just read it like you would read something without actually thinking how you knew it so I'd have to kind of go back and think do I know how to answer it and then when I did then I realized I knew more I kind of knew how to then express something a bit more and I do think there's such a, a huge thing to to be said for teaching things even if somebody asks you about what you do don't be afraid to to tell them about it and you might learn something from kind of telling somebody else about what you do absolutely I feel like in a way this is what messy musings are about when we kind of share our thoughts on something then we understand it more and we go oh yeah that's how we feel about that or that's how that works and uh, teaching I mean so many people say that they learn so much from teaching other people because they then have to put into words what it is that they actually just know almost instinctively or from a young age or whatever and I I experience it in a different way with writing with other people because when I write on my own I you know sometimes get questions like what how do you write very often in interviews what comes first the words or the music and sometimes it's impossible to answer because I'm just chicken or egg isn't it (laughs) yeah exactly and I'm like I don't really know but when you write with other people and this is so fascinating that everyone has a different way of doing it which they think is the way and uh, you kind of go oh this is as obvious to you as the person I had in last week who did it totally differently it was obvious to them and that's the way and you just it's quite humbling to realize that everyone's got their standard way of doing it which might really differ from how you work but you learn from it you learn from each other and in the meeting of two different ways of working might become a new way of working together which is just incredible and you learn you learn your job again you know you relearn it which is amazing I think as well there's a really fine balance of of knowing your worth and knowing what you do know and knowing that that has value and then also never thinking that you know it all because I don't think anybody ever does I'm definitely learning the the older I get the adults there's no there's no rule to adulting you're just always learning (laughs) something new and you know for me podcasts listening how we this kind of came about in the first place was listening to podcasts and listening to somebody say something I'd heard said a million times before but just someone said it in a way that resonated with me and the way that my life is and I think that's all it is no one's necessarily coming up with a great new idea all the time but it's just so that you hear it in a way that you go oh yeah I never thought about it that way before so yeah if you're getting at all anything like that out of our podcast that's all we're really doing it for We will be doing our very first live messy musing over on Instagram on Friday the 1st of May at 5pm UK time. We know that lots of our listeners are listening in from all over the world. So if you don't already, follow us on Instagram. It's myamazing.mess. Click the follow button and then you'll be able to see when we go live. We'd love to hear from you, hear your questions. And Liv and I will be, of course, talking from our different homes about how creatives and how all of us in general are just finding the lockdown and going through this bizarre thing that we're all all going through together. So we hope it'll be a really big community feel and we'd love to be able to hear from some of our listeners. So join us over there on Friday the 1st of May at 5pm UK time and we look forward to seeing you there. (laughs) 